Hey everybody, welcome back to the Control VR podcast conversation. I am your host, Josh, and join with me is another one of my co-hosts, the other host, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> that, that guy. That guy, whoever he is. This guy, oh man. I know, it's like we're new to this too. Uh, so, last time we were talking uh, about brain chemistry and the idea of uh, dopamine releases and how VR kind of plays into that. Uh, today, I wanted to talk a little bit more about uh, the brain and VR, but more from the side of how VR can directly or indirectly help solve or cure brain-related issues. Uh, so brain-related issues like phobias, right? Yes, that's a great one uh, to start with. Yes, phobias, so, I love it. <laughs> I was talking to you about this in, the, in between, but mm -hmm. um, I think in the second episode, I talked about that guy who uh, went into VR walked on this rickety bridge and uh, basically fixed his fear of of heights. He couldn't even stand on the second balcony of a of a mall. And uh and now he's totally fine. He can stand on that. He can go up cliffs like he's I think he's a rock climber now. No, he was just too old. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but at least he's not afraid of heights anymore, which was debilitating for him yeah. as far as yeah. the video went. Um uh, how would that happen? How how did how did VR get to that point? How do how are we able to do that with VR? Well, okay, let's start. I mean, um, my one of my biggest fears is spiders. I, I arachnophobia. I certainly do not enjoy spiders. I will. I the worst <laughs> worst case scenario for me, and this has happened a couple times, is while I'm driving, a spider. I can see it come down in front of me. And that's about as bad as it will get for me because I can have like a full on panic attack in that scenario while still trying to drive and worry about that spider is going to kill me, right? Unlikely, obviously unlikely. In the best case scenario, I get powers and become Spider-Man. But <laughs> spiders, certainly a fear of mine. Spiders. Ben, if you want to be honest to the guests, what, what is a good fear that you have? What's a legitimate fear you have? So it's weird because I actually have uh the fear of the ocean, fear of the depths. Mm. Um, even though I'm a very good swimmer, I still fear what lies beneath. And because we barely have any knowledge of what's down there, uh, it, it's it's the fear of the unknown, basically. Now, how can VR help? How can VR help? Free diver. Free diver. Yeah. Free diver. Yeah. It's uh, it's an underwater VR diving game. Basically, you just swim. You pick up oxygen as you go. And you you kind of just get out of a crash, out of a wreck. Um, now there's some supernatural stuff with it. Apparently, I think I remember that. Something like that, yeah. But but uh, the whole premise of it is that you're underwater. Uh, and I'm going to mention another game that's not VR, but I I think it was ABZU Abzu. Uh, ABZU is similar, but uh, hmm. it has a lot of horror elements to it without any of the threat. Okay. Nothing attacks you. Yeah. But uh, it is still one of those games that's similar to being able to fix phobias, but it's not quite the same. So if we were to say, if we were to talk about like what's going on, what's going on, I guess, in your brain or, or to the best of our knowledge, what's going on in your brain that, ha you know, that causes the fear, that stains that fear, and then what part about VR has the ability to not erase it, but certainly deal with it much more, you know, manage it better. Um, I think it's repetition mostly. I, well, I mean, okay, so first off, I, I, I would argue that your memory probably plays one of the biggest roles in a fear, right? Why do fears exist? I mean, if you look at children, they generally aren't afraid of anything. 
because they don't sure. have any experiences. They don't have any memories about things going wrong. Yeah. You, when that happens, so I don't explicitly remember having a bad encounter with a spider, but I know that that's probably what happened, is that I did when I was young, it didn't go well, and that memory forever stained my image of spiders and that it forever changed it. Mm -hmm. If you were to try to put me, if you were to try to subject me through, um, you know, through therapy, uh, that's not VR, so classical therapy, where how would you get over a fear of spiders? Well, you'd probably have to put a spider on me and tell me to keep still and just endure it. Yeah. I don't want that. No. Clearly, I don't want that. No, you don't. But put me in VR. Put a spider on my controller on my hand in VR. Put the haptics on me so I can feel it crawling around my skin. But all the while, my brain, my, my, my rational brain, knows that it's not real. Yes. And that's the difference, right? Is I think between classical therapy and what VR can do is you know it's not actually real. So you're not subject to real dangers and real real exactly. problems. Yeah. But you but your brain gets to interpret the rest of it as if it were. I take Richie's Plank experience, for example. Everybody there out is, there probably knows about this game. <laughs> yes. yes. It is that typical walk the plank game that is a, a fear game. It's it's uh if you have a fear of heights, it is a great game. Uh, it is a really cool experience, uh, something we always suggest to every new player of VR because it is just a really interesting thing that you're like, oh, I'm not afraid of heights, but you go up this elevator to the hundredth floor, stand on a plank and go, maybe I am afraid of heights. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, getting into the spider part, there is a nightmare mode uh, in Richie's Plank Experience where if you pull the panel off the left and you hit six three times, uh, it puts you in this nightmare mode. And the first thing that happens is spiders start crawling around you. There's a massive spider on the street approaching the, the elevator door that you're in front of. Um, and, and it is terrifying. If you were afraid of spiders, that is an awful experience. Yeah. yeah. But again, uh, it's that uh, the knowledge that you're completely safe. Yeah. You're, you're in real life. You can take your headset off if you are that scared. Yeah. We've had that happen before. Um, I've done that before. Um, so <laughs> so before we close out, one of my favorite stories, and this is similar to dealing with phobias um, in how VR can can be included when uh, you're talking about mental health. Mental health is a broader spectrum, but specifically the story of a gentleman, I can't remember the name of the research or when it was done, but a gentleman who had severe schizophrenia or schizophrenia, I'm not sure how the proper pronunciation is, but this notion that your, that your brain can truly play tricks on you. So to, give you, to shorten the story, basically, this gentleman, he had a, when he had a schizophrenic episode, he saw some kind of creature, let's call it a demon. And this demon had a certain feature, to, had features to it, had a shape to it, but he only really saw it when he was going through his episodes. So what he did is he worked with researchers and first he worked with an artist. And they were able to design this demon, give it an actual corporeal form, give it a face, give it a shape, give it features, hair, claws, whatever it might be. Then they produce that in VR. Oh. Put it in VR. Now, you put this person, this, this subject, you put them in that experience, and you have them converse with this demon, with this vision that they have. And the idea behind this is not that this is going to cure schizophrenia, but it humanizes the demon. It humanizes the demon aspect of the episode and gives the subject the tools and the experience on how to 
lessen its impact. That's very so when So when this person is having this episode, it's not as severe because they're like, I've done this. Yep. Whether or not it's real, I've dealt with this before. I've had this conversation before. I know how to have it again now in, in practice. Mm -hmm. And just the fact that this person was able to live a more stable life after the fact because of how VR was able to truly not trick the brain the way that the brain's tricking itself, but close to coming to trick the brain into thinking this is this is as real as it's going to get. This is how yeah. your this is exactly what your brain does when you're going through an episode. Anyways, it's giving you a virtual image of something that's not there, but you can but you can develop the skills to uh, yeah to, deal, to, with interact with yeah, it, to it, deal with it. Yeah, to deal with it. It's fascinating. It's a fascinating yeah, idea. It really is. Um, so next time I, I want to go into the the story of uh, uh, the quadriplegic yeah. who was able to regain movement of his limbs through so, VR. Definitely. Uh, if you have a phobia, then uh, make sure to check us out at controlvarcade.com. To book. And, uh, yes, to book. And if you want to open your own arcade or business, make sure to check us out at virtualrealityfranchise.com. If you want to talk to us some more, make sure to email us over at... I love me. I'm kidding. Uh, email us at ilovevr at controlvarcade.com, and we will probably message you back. Probably. All right. We'll see you next time. See ya.